What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Imperfect. And guys, before you jump on me, I'm sorry. I graduated college. I had to take a couple weeks off. But yo, I'm excited to have our first guest after a couple of weeks. And this guest, I've been like, I've been waiting for the right guest for this topic, you know. And I, I knew I had, when I knew I knew the person in my mind for the minute. I just had to get the balls to hit him up, and I finally did. We got Mikey Castro on the set. How you? Well, not on the set, but via Zoom. How you doing, brother? Yo, what's going on? Um, you know, I just woke up from a little nap skis. <laughs> Let's go. Here. It's it's too cloudy up in Boise right now, so it's like the mood is just you know. But obviously now I'm at the beach, so <laughs> now uh, <laughs> I'm on the beach. <laughs> Hold up, real quick, bro. So we chilling, we chilling. Probably get That's a lot after this. That's dope, bro. Um, so Mikey is a dancer, yo, and this is so exciting because you're the first dancer I've had on the on the podcast. Like I said, I wanted to find somebody that I like respected. I've known in the dance community for a long time, and I was like, I'm just gonna hit him up. You're literally my first choice, like you know right. what I'm saying. So I was like, yo, I gotta, I just gotta wait till I get this all set up first. So dope. I'm excited to have you on. That. Appreciate yeah. that, sir. Heck yeah. So uh, I know you. From a while back, I took one of your combos. I cannot remember. There's so many dance events and things that go on, but I remember taking one of your combo classes back in the day. And uh, God, this is probably three or four years ago, but damn, dude, that class got me working. I remember. It was um, it was here in Boise. It, it was, was. Like a conference. Um, what's the conference called? I, I remember it. I taught, uh, taught Bruno Mars. Yep, like, you did, bro. Yeah. Yep. Dude, memories. Yeah. The memories. Mem- that's good stuff, bro. I can't believe you remember that. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. I man, remember crazy. All, all good moments of dance. So Heck yeah, man, dude. It's so good. It's so good. So let's just kind of like jump into it, man. How did you start dancing, bro? Like where was the moment that you're like, this is something I'm going to do? Like, Yeah. So my like, I started, I would say I started late, you know, um, freshman year of high school like the end of my freshman year of high school, you know, uh, these seniors actually like hit me up and they're like, Hey, do you want to perform in the school assembly? And it was more so like back in the day when like sea walking was a thing before it was on TikTok, like, you know, right. and <laughs> so all I could do was sea walk. And I was like, yeah, I guess like, sure. I watched you guys served and I've watched step up and I love dance, you know? So, heck yeah. um, and a freshman year performed at a school assembly absolutely fell in love with the idea of like just dancing and performing you know and then you know basically called myself like a garage dancer because i never took any classes or anything during like high school times um more so of just like hey let's get together let's session let's figure out like what we're doing with dance and like what we can do with it you know um and then kind of bleed into like college year um my freshman year college i actually met uh, a really good buddy now his name is Max Wynn you know so he kind of took me under his wing of like choreography and actually teaching and actually just understanding like that professional aspect of it or you know just being able to take it more serious because like again I didn't grow up in a studio I grew up in a garage you know like my dance like my dance background was watching you got served watching step up you know it wasn't whatever I saw on YouTube is like, I'm going to try to copy that or replicate that. And that's kind of how I started. Um, and then yeah, college, you know, just starting to actually take classes from Max and like learn actually how to count music and choreograph and what musicality is. So, um, during my college years is definitely where I put in that work of 
really understanding and perfecting like my craft as a dancer or a dance teacher. So dang dude that's a grind bro you meant something that like really catches my attention and i didn't realize that i kind of just thought you did start at a young age but i also started um i danced for 10 years i haven't danced for three or four years i moved away from it and entered the film world but um i absolutely loved it too but how did it feel how did it feel though like myself i can relate is being 14 years old and like like when when did you say you like when did you dance in a studio like what age were you like taking classes yeah. Or, uh, I was probably like 17 or 18 before I took so, my actual first class. Damn, bro. So, I think, yeah, maybe. That's, yes. That's crazy. So like I started dancing at 14, but nice. just entering the classes and you're just like all these people that have been dancing two, three years old and you're like, what the hell is happening? I'm in the wrong place. <laughs> like hundred oh, percent. Like, um, did it feel like think, that? Yeah. So funny story right like me and max actually uh we actually traveled out to vegas and this is probably one of my oh no 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 lied i lied my first class was in san diego um at studio 429 so that's where choreo cookies is from uh like that entire group of like keone and chris and mari like that was their studio and i didn't take their class but you know like going into like your first ever hip-hop class and like knowing that this is the studio and this is the team that you've been watching like Oh, for sure. Like butterflies in my stomach. Like, and then it was crazy because I actually got picked for a select for one of like the beginner hip hop classes. So I was like, oh, this is tight. Like, this is cool. Like, this is a really good time. And, you know, like, again, just when you start taking classes, like, I'm sure we're going to dive deeper into like my thought process on like class and how to perfect your craft. But for me, it was like, it was a really cool, like eye opening experience to actually you know, like learn from somebody instead of like watching a YouTube video and then try to replicate that movement, you know, or watching right. a you know, um, and trying to do that movement. So yeah, it was cool. That is cool, man. Yeah. I think that just like that first time is just, it's, it's hard. Like you're so behind. I mean, in oh. hip hop, we can kind of get away with it because there's a lot more, you know, whatever, but it's like, you still lost so many years of what could have been nice good stretching and flexibility and just practice like you said the counting and all these things that they already knew like i walked in the class new zilch and they yeah. knew everything you know yeah 100 percent. it's like i think on top of that right the counting aspect of it it's like all right it starts on one and i'm like okay where's the one what what yeah. does that mean dude I <laughs> i'm gonna start when everyone else starts i don't know what five six seven eight means all right do i go now you know like um, and just, yeah, like knowing the, like the foundation of like just being a dancer, like what it is to actually like take a class too, you know, like I picked up some pretty bad habits, uh, just being like a garage dancer, you know, like right. my turnout and like my knees, they're, they're shot. Like my knees are bad, terrible because of like my turnouts and everything. But, you know, it's just like habits that I picked up that no one necessarily uh, corrected me on it. So like that form aspect and, you know, like being able to, make sure that your body the longevity wise you know you're stretching you're doing all that stuff um never really had that never really had that foundation yeah you just kind of <laughs> go in there and just start breaking stuff yeah i feel you too like you just get older and you're like oh shit like <laughs> oh, 100%. Up. that's crazy that's crazy man but um so yeah you started dancing though and started taking studio classes when did you start like teaching when did you get start getting in front of classes start doing choreography and stuff like that yeah, so 
Um, Max actually taught at one of the studios, like my very first studio, and he asked me if I wanted to sub, you know, to teach a class. Um, and I believe that was when I was 18. So it was like February of 20 something. I have it on YouTube and I know, I don't know the exact date, but that was my very first class. And he was able to help me break it down, you know, of like being a dancer and then being a dance teacher are two completely separate worlds, right? Like you can be the greatest dancer, but if you don't know how to connect with people or you don't know how to explain your movements, then the teaching side of everything is, that's not going to connect. And mm-hmm. you know, like, um, I've seen that too. It's like where, again, I'm sure we're probably going to get into like more so of like what I've done, but you know, like I've been able to teach like on a convention. Um, so I traveled out to the East coast to go teach with a couple like big names from like, so you think you can dance and stuff and like hip hop teachers there, you know, and like being able to talk to all the other studio, like, uh, whoever the teachers are, they're saying like, yeah, some people just don't even know how to teach. Like they're being flown out just because they're great dancers. You know, so just being able to, um, I really dove deep into perfecting my craft as not only a dancer, but also as a dance teacher, right? So everything that I learned from Max's classes or like the classes that um, I took, like took in Vegas, you know, um, I would take bits and pieces of every teacher of what I liked and what I didn't like. And then I would apply that to my teaching. So, you know, I've been teaching for probably what, 10 years now? So, you know, it's just a culmination of everything and like learning on like, yeah, learning on the go, you know, like, again, started, started kind of late and didn't know what it was like to teach in an actual studio. So, yeah, hopefully that answers your question. No, dude, that's dope. I like (laughs) that. I like that answer a lot. It's really interesting to see how people have learned and you know, it was just my freshman year that my, like, I hated sports, bro. You know, yeah. like I was that guy that just like, that guy pushed me. I'm done. Like, <laughs> you know, like I'm done with football. <laughs> yeah. I'm done with baseball. And my mom's like, got to do something, you know, but right. that feeling like just jumping into it and trying it for the, the first time and kind of like liking it, even though you're too late getting in there and learning it. And like you said, being a teacher, learning the choreography, learning the couch and things like that. But did you notice like when you do teach other places, because like there is a huge difference between YouTube, uh, maybe just what you do throughout your own body, but also like when you go to different areas, like there's a difference in the hip hop community. Like, have oh. you noticed that? Like, or maybe it's just a different style, but like, there's just, you know what I would say? Like when I went to hip hop competitions, you know, in bigger cities, like that felt more real to like the core of hip hop compared when you go to a dance studio they teach, you know, jazz, modern tap, ballet, all those other things. And then like hip hop's like at the bottom, you know? Yeah. I think, I think hip hop, it's one of those, like, it's a very gray area whenever you talk about like a hip hop dancer, right? Like there's so many aspects of it. It's like, well, are you a popper? Are you a breaker? Are you a locker? Do you house, you know, like talking about that hip hop side. And it's like, well, when you go to a dance studio, you know, like it's more so like flips and tricks and like, um, cheerlady hip-hop you know and not to like bash on that because there's so much right like hip-hop hasn't really like it's been defined but people are going to market a hip-hop dance class 100 percent different from another studio right so like being able to come into like different studios and just be like yeah i'm a hip-hop teacher you know um i just like i approach my classes like i'm going to teach you some steps like make the best out of it you know like my style is obviously not going to be something that you're used to unless you've been training with me for super long. 
but like let's get it like let's put in this work because you know like when you look at ballet or jazz or any of those styles too like they're all gonna have their own like different flavor you know mm -hmm. so you know like I feel like if you were to step into a ballet class, you know that you're going to be hitting a couple of releves or you're going to be doing this, this, and this. But like when you hit, jump into a hip hop class, you're like, well, what am I in right. store? Is it just going to be a straight popping class? Is it going to be a breaking class? Am I going to dance to top 40 or am I going to dance to something that I've never even heard before? Right? Like it's that realm of like hip hop dance or like in a studio versus like in a bigger city or, you know, like, there's so much to it. And it's one of those things that I feel approaching it. It's like, you have to be so welcoming and, you know, you can't really like push, like you can't keep your mindset of what you think hip hop is because everyone else sees it completely different. Right. right? So, yeah. Yeah. It's very true. Like I, even, you know, just watching other people, there's kind of this realm of very kind of like the soft hip hop where it is kind of pop lock, you know, kind of fast movements, but to slow songs, you know, yeah. But, you know, it's it's interesting to see it. But, like, how did you determine kind of your style throughout time? Did you kind of, like, grow your style because of the type of music you liked? Or you just kind of, like, you know, I'm really good with these movements? Like, what kind of built your style? I think for me, it was, like, when I first started dancing, I watched a lot of uh, San Diego dancers. You know, it's, like, the Keone, Mari, um, uh, Choreo Cookies. Like, a lot of that style is, like, that I would – I almost – used to call it like that uh, SoCal choreography, like hip hop choreography, right? Where you're so deep into a pocket or like you really just like textures and like musicality. And so a lot of, when I first started, it was like a lot of like wordplay. So I would always just try to like incorporate um, telling a story through my choreography, right? Like if someone, if someone mentioned something, I want to be able to paint that picture. You know, it's like always been, the way I've approached it is that it's my job as a dancer or like a choreographer to make that music come to life, right? Like we can't see music, but we can hear it. So the dancer's job is to be able to hear that music, interpret it, and then show it to someone that might not necessarily uh, be able to hear that music, but they can see it, right? So right. I think music and dance just, they work so well together, obviously. Uh, <laughs> but right. that's like one of those things where as a dancer, like my, my thought has always been, you want to be able to portray what that music or like what that song is saying to you, right? Like I'm going to hear a song completely different from how you're going to hear a song. I'm going to interpret it the way that I want to interpret it. You're going to interpret it the way you want to interpret it. But that's kind of how I approach like my choreography. But a lot of it was just like, I love R&B. I love 2000s R&B. So it's easy for me to like, listen to that kind of music and then sit so deep in that pocket of basses and snares where you know like the textures that i approach are going to be 100 percent different from someone that's going to be dancing to like more upbeat uh hip-hop you're right so right i agree man i agree it's really it's interesting to kind of see how you develop your style throughout time like you just kind of look back and you're like you know you just like you said you just kind of feel the music and you have your own message to it yeah but uh 100%. Did you, when you like, you know, were growing up and getting more and more into dance, did you kind of start, when you say this garage style, did you kind of start freestyling or did you kind of jump on the choreography type of side? It was, it was more freestyle. So like a lot of it, like that four years of high school, like that, a lot of that was freestyle, right? So I think for me, you know, like learning how to freestyle makes learning how to choreograph a lot easier because choreography is just a repeated freestyle. 
right exactly Um, i've always like i've always pushed back on people that say like well i just choreograph like i don't know how to freestyle and Uh. like i push back on that because it's like what do you mean like you had to come up with that movement somehow right like you weren't just you're freestyling to choreograph you know it's the exact same thing like whatever you're hearing out of that music like that's what your body's coming out with you know so it's a it's almost like word vomit on a dancer's right. body right like right that's that's what freestyle is it's what comes to your mind right away when you hear a beat or right when you hear the song um so yeah four years of freestyling before actually hopping into like when i started college of actually like learning how to choreograph and you know textures and all of that stuff right that's interesting dude i heard that all the way growing up and i've had that kind of same thought it's like when you know, cause there's two boys out of like 400 plus girls at my studio. Yeah. Like, you know, sure. like, so I, I already grew up on the other side, but all the girls every time, all right, class, we're going to freestyle. They're like, we don't, we don't know how, you know, like, well, right. we don't know what, like, you know, I'm like, what are you like? I like my thought process. is like, I don't care how weird I'm going to look like, I'm just going to do whatever like weird thing or whatever comes to mind. I think it might be like, I, I think people can freestyle, but the embarrassed aspect or oh, what if I look weird or do something where that's what gets in their mind and they're like, I can't do it. It's like, no, you can, you know, right. you really can. Like you've learned how many moves you just can't, you got to get that confidence, you know? Yeah, exactly. And you know, like when you're, when you're in a circle or like a cipher, right. It's like all eyes are on you. So it's like, right. No matter like you could think like you have the dopest freestyle out there, but someone could think it's whack or vice yeah. versa. Right. Like you could think that your freestyle was complete, absolute garbage, but someone watching could have been like, yo, like that was pretty right. dope. Right. So, right. Yeah. Freestyle, freestyle is like a whole different beast. And it's, uh, I think that's like that raw form of expression. Right. Right. Um, even though like choreography too, like I paint pictures with my choreography, but I had to freestyle to get to that choreography. Right. And I do know, like, I know, like, a lot of uh, hip hop teachers, they'll they'll start to freestyle before they even get into like that choreo- choreo- choreograph mindset. You know, like they'll hit a couple freestyle sessions and then they'll be like, "All right, I'm ready to choreograph now." Right. You know? Yeah, I respect it. So you keep mentioning you you went to college. Did you get a degree? What college did you go to? Yeah. So and was I went it to, dance? I went to actually I went to Boise State, um, and I double majored in marketing and general business. So like for me, you know, like my parents were always supportive of the whole dance thing, um, thankfully, but like, (laughs) like our deal was I need to go to college and I needed to get a degree. That way I have something to fall back on. Right. Right. And marketing, general business, marketing myself as a dancer, like that is just hand in hand. Right. The things that I've learned is like on the business aspect of being able to like send out my resume or like conduct an email professionally, you know, just different ways of like how to market myself, Mikey Castro to the general audience. Right. Because at the end of the day, like I'm the product, you know, I'm marketing myself and I have to get people to fall in love with me. So right, it's the exact same thing of like, here's a cell phone, here's an iPhone, right? Like how do we market this? Here's a dancer. How do you market that? So um, I think that for me, I, if you're a dancer, I think that you should at least minor in marketing or like some sort of business degree, right? Or at least study some business classes. Um, because I don't know, I think everyone should study business classes just because like They're you know how life. to market yourself. Yeah. So hundred percent. 
So that's that's a hot question. I mean, it's crazy to see the similarity. Like, I didn't know we both started it late. I didn't know we both started doing these things. But I did the same thing. You know, I started just freestyling. Then I went into a studio. And then when I had to go to college, my family told me the same thing. You got to get some kind of degree. And I mm-hmm. spent three years at Idaho State, very close to get my dance degree. But then I was like, I'm a freestyler, not a choreographer. Right. You know, after you go at it for so long and you can't build a pipeline, you know, I started looking at other talents and I felt like I could shoot videos, right? I can bring people's yeah. ideas to life, you know, but, and I don't regret that. Like, I love dance, you know, like at least I paid three years of college to dance at a wedding, you know, just like when you're in that circle and you're dancing, everyone's like, yeah, I'm like, I paid $30,000 to do this. Like, <laughs> you know, yeah. like I learned this, like, <laughs> yeah. it's all worth it, you know, but being serious though, like. Cause you did it and you graduated with it. And this is such a hot topic. We've had this on the show so much is this, should you go to college? And now you're perfect because this isn't, you know, this average conversation. Should you go to college for business? Should you go to college for marketing? Should you go to college for art specifically dance? Like, do you think that amount of money helped your career? Do you think, do you regret it? Do you think like, you know what I'm saying? And I I think of it like maybe to kind of tie the question all together is like, if your kid was going to go to dance school, now that you know dance and you know what you've learned, would you be like, eh, learn from YouTube, learn from online, go get out there? Or would you say, yeah, go spend four years of college and pay X amount of money to dance? It's hard to say. So on top, like, I see both sides of it, right? Um, like Max, you know, he he went to college, but he never finished college. But he is so successful now in LA, you know, the people that he's danced for and like the connections that he's made. Um I think college is great, don't get me wrong, but I also think that it has to be the right timing and you have to be able to, you got to know like what you want to do in the art, right? Like if you're a dancer, like, do you want to move to LA? What do you want to do, right? Um, Obviously, you know, like dancers, like our body is what we need to dance, you know? So if something does happen to our body, say, say I were to lose a leg, I'm not dancing. You know, like I'm not going to keep dancing the way that I've been dancing. So for me, it's like having that backup of a marketing degree or, you know, it's so hard to say because we are all going to go through life in a different journey of like, is this the right thing for me to do right now? Or when I was 19, should I have moved to LA? Right. Like who's to say that if I quit college and I was in LA, like, I don't know what would happen. You know, it's one of those things where you have to, you have to bet on yourself. Um, but for me, it's like, I never really wanted to go to LA to be a dancer. I fell in love with the aspect of being a dance teacher, Right. you know? So, um, I think college is great. I think, yes, go to school, but if it's not the right time for you to go to school, then don't blow, um, 30 grand, 50 grand, you know, like continuously changing your major just because it's college and everyone else is going to college. You know, like you got to go into it with a game plan. Um, it's like anything else in life, right? If you set a goal for yourself, you have to be able to know, like, I want to achieve this, 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 and this. You can't, like, money doesn't grow on trees, right? Like, you can't exactly. just keep throwing money into a university and being 10 years deep and no major, or you haven't graduated, or, you know, like, you leave three credits shy. It's one of those things where, again, you need to know what you want to accomplish. Um, but for me, like, I feel, I feel like I made the right decision, you know, like being able to know what I do know through marketing and, 
what I was able to accomplish through dance, like for sure it's yeah. Like it, yeah. I think my puzzle piece was that was right. being no, able to go to college. I love what you said there is like, get that minor, you know, like yeah. every major normally does come with a minor. So at least get that business, at least get that knowledge. But like the biggest issue here is that a lot of people don't know what they want to do. I sure as hell didn't. I said, Hey, right. you got to go to college. You got to pick a degree. I wasn't pressured, but kind of, but not really kind of like, Hey, you should go to college or like, you're not as cool as like we think you are like, you yeah. know, like, Oh yeah. But, uh, but it's like the question being is if you don't know, but you know, you do like dance, would you still tell them to go? That's a hard question. <laughs> like, so did you know, like when you went to college, you knew like, were you already dance teaching at the time? You're like, yep, I'm going to be a dance teacher. College is going to help me. No, I had See, no when... idea. I had no idea that like, cause I started as like an IT major. Um, and then throughout like college, granted, like IT is still in the business realm. So I didn't really lose that many credits, um, right. as I'm like switching between all my majors and stuff. But, um, I, I had no idea that like marketing would be something that is going to help benefit me as like a dancer, or, like a dance teacher, you know? Right. Um, I don't know, like nowadays too, like there's so many different like online courses of like not even having That's... to go to school. Right. That's a huge thing, right? You have these huge thing. Like you've probably been on YouTube, the master classes where they hire actors, you know, big dancers, big people that are like, Hey, come here, pay $200, but have access to all of this, all yeah. of these modules and learning, you know? So it's kind of shifted, but I mean, having that conversation with your parents, Hey, I'm not going to go to college. I'm going to go learn online. They're going right. to be like, uh, do you get a degree? You're like, no, but I learn. <laughs> right. Right. But it's, it's also like one of those things, like you said too, it's like, that's, that social stigma, right? Like if you're not going to college, you're not doing anything with your life. And I think right. on that aspect of it, it's like, you know what you want to accomplish. They don't, right? Like other people are always going to have their opinion. They're either going to think you're stupid for not going to college, or they're going to be inspired by you chasing after your goals. Right. You know, so because of that stigma of I need to go to college after high school, like, there's that's where the pressure is right and nowadays it's like you get a bachelor's degree that doesn't guarantee you a job like it used to you know like now nowadays like companies are looking for a master's degree for an entry-level job you know right like, i've looked at those jobs and i'm like yo what like i got a <laughs> degree ridiculous. why am i not hired right um but i think not only does that like degree though help but even like the social aspect of like networking through college, you know, like I've met some really cool people through college. Granted, if I didn't go to college, I would have never met them. You know, like right. li life has a real funny way of working it out for you and for like what your goals are. You know, like I'm a huge believer of like everything happens for a reason. And um, when things are supposed to happen in your life, like you either made it so that could happen in your life or, you know, like it's going to fall there because that's fate. And it's supposed to happen that way, you know? Um, but yeah, yeah. Like that's kind of where I'm at. And I know I kind of like tiptoed around like the, should you go to college? Should you not go to college? <laughs> um, I think it is like on a case by case basis is if like, if you have one opportunity, take it, you know, like if mm. you don't know what that opportunity is, then like, you know, college is still a great idea. And like, that is something for you to fall back on because at the end of the day, you know, like in a blue collar world, like people are looking for degrees, 
you know, right. unless you have connections. But like you still, like you can still take like there's graphic design classes online. Like you can learn everything on YouTube. You know, like there's so many different like masterclass websites where it's like learn how to video edit as a professional for 200 bucks instead of get a degree that says you know how to video edit right like mm. yeah i know go ahead i was gonna say yeah like i know like it's i'm not asking for you to like uh, tell the next dancer what he should yeah. or shouldn't do because i i know it's different i just wanted to kind of get your take on it because you know it, it's good to hear someone that did like i said i i switched majors you know i've i've always been interested in video anyways i just i realized honestly one day i was like you know other people like you you know, these guys are talented. How can I help them reach the world? Oh, video. You know what I'm saying? I can learn the mechanics and the details and the art of video because that I'm a lot more comfortable with because I, I never learned how to count. Like <laughs> three years of college, don't know how to count. But that idea, should I go to college? Is it going to be worth it? And like you said, it's different. Like me, I didn't know either, but I knew that I'm in Pocatello. There's not like great hip hop dancers just yeah. down the street. You know, so college is where I'm going to be able to network and be around other dancers, you know, sucks. There's literally no other like hip hop dancers. So, you know, was it worth it? You know, that question I still ask myself, even if I graduated, was it worth it? But it's good to ask somebody else, like, was it worth it? Do you feel right? And I obviously we've, you know, as we'll get into some more, like I've seen your success and the things you've been doing. So it's good to know that, you know, I feel like maybe it did help or it was a, like you said, the right puzzle piece. But it's just kind of like giving the next answer, you know. Is it, you know, is it worth it? Should I go? What's your, but I think, like you said, two big things um, that I would take note of is, A, get a minor, get marketing, business, something like that. That's great advice. And B, try to find out your goal. Try to find out your plan. Because you're like, I like dancing. I'm going to just go pay 40K and learn dance. And then you get out of college, you're like, here's my certificate. They're like, but like, where's your videos? Where's your art? Yeah. Where's your, you know, where's your portfolio? They're like, I, uh, <laughs> right here know? on this piece of paper. Yeah. On this piece of paper. This says I can dance, <laughs> you know, it's difficult, man. It's difficult. But, um, there was one thing though, that you did, uh, that really interested me. Like this was a while back. I can't remember when you started it, but you started doing those, I believe it's called like the Chronicle series. What was that whole? Starving on his Chronicles. The Starving Artist, yes, that's what it yeah. was. So Starving Artist Chronicles, you know, that was kind of like me. Um, Boise, you know, even though it is like the capital of Idaho, it's not really like huge in that hip hop scene. Um, so Starving Artist Chronicles was something that I wanted to create to give back to my community. It was, you know, like, like we talked about, you know, my freshman year of high school, like I didn't necessarily have like the tools and resources um, as like a young dancer, like I had no idea, right? Like I was in a garage dancing with the, uh, like other people and we had no actual direction on where to go. Like there were no events, you know? So Starving Artist Chronicles was a way for me to give back to the community and give back to the art that I fell in love with. You know, giving back to the community here is like the younger dancers. Now they have events to look forward to. They have dance battles to look forward to. They have showcases to look forward to because Again, when I was dancing, I never had that, right? I had to travel out of state for a class. Um, I had to travel out of state for a battle. So it was very slim when I started dancing, but Starving Artist Chronicles was one of, again, one of those things where it's like, I wanted to bring other communities into our community to give those tools and resources to the up and coming dancers. Because it's not just, 
Mikey Castro in Boise, Idaho, right? It's there's so many other dancers. And like, even though I've done what I've done, I know that there's someone here in Boise that can elevate what I've done, you know? So just being able to give those tools and those resources to the up and coming uh, next generation of dancers has been something that I've always really enjoyed. And just giving back to the community again, you know, giving back to uh, the art that I fell in love with. Right, dude. I absolutely love that. Like that, that idea is awesome and beautiful, honestly, like just to be able to give back to these people and uh, to other people that are just doing that same grind as you. Cause like we both said, like it's Idaho, you know, I mean, it's very, very rare. I mean, there's so many ballets, so many jazz, so many cheerleaders, but when it comes down to hip hop, like straight hip hop, you're like, like when I went to college too, I thought like, oh, I'm going to get a major in hip hop. No, a major in dance. I took yeah. two elective hip hops and then everything else was modern tap jazz, like, <laughs> like all the other fields of things. And I was like, damn it. I screwed myself. Sure. <laughs> I mean, well, it helps. It helps. That's why, you know? that's why I never like even thought about like minoring in dance here at Boise. Like we don't have a major. Um, it was a minor and I looked into it, but it's like, it was ballet, modern, like there was a, like a rep class where that was the only one that piqued my interest was because like, that's where you learn how to choreograph or where you learn how to count and stage oh, and that. But the, like the director wouldn't let me take that class unless I was minoring in dance. Right. Oh, so wow. that means I have to take either ballet, modern jazz, whatever Boise state offers. And I was like, I'm good. I'm, I'm good. <laughs> I'm not going to take that. So Yeah, yeah, it's true though, but yeah, just giving those tools to somebody. So, I remember did you uh I feel like you put on a show for the starving artist, didn't you? Like didn't you have something to do with the theater? Or you rented it out or something like that? Yeah. So, uh the Egyptian Theater is, you know, like I have a really great relationship with um Destiny over at the Egyptian Theater and so the first one, like right when I first launched Starving Artist Chronicles, um, we did a showcase, a showcase to, I like the conception behind it was there's so many different like recitals, you know, like there's so many different like studios having their own performances. Why don't we bring every style into one show? Like, right. like let's let everyone in our community showcase to the general public, like what, Idaho Boise has to offer, you know, so that first one was called a dancer's prologue. Um, very first show that I've ever put on, you know, like I've done dance battles before, uh, just because like gaining that knowledge of like going to Utah to participate in battles. Like I know what works and I know what didn't work and I know how I, how I wanted it to work, but I've never put on like a showcase before. Right. Like right. I've helped, I've helped out at like recitals and stuff. And I know like, I'm an entertainer. I'm an entertainer first. So like, I know how to keep a crowd entertained and I know like what I would like to see out of a showcase. So I put like all that energy into like a dancer's prologue and we had like 20 performances, I think at that one. And you know, like it was, it was dope because we had like, I had, I flew max out, you know, um, I was supposed to get other like big name people. Like, uh, I was in like talks with like comfort, uh, wow. I was in talks with like, uh, side note, Comfort bought me a beer for my birthday. Tight. <laughs> so, 
that's yo that's awesome we were uh we were actually like we were on the same staff for a city that we both taught at but that's that's a whole different story that's crazy (laughs) so but like as like those bigger names you know things started to fall through and they weren't able to come it like really made me uh refocus all the energy it's like am i bringing these big names so people will come or am i wanting this show to be for my community right right and at the end of the day, it was like, everything I'm doing is for the community. These big names, it doesn't matter that they're coming, right? Like, let's just bring people that are well into the community and like, let's have a good time because this is for Idaho. This is for Boise, you know? Um, Yeah, that's kind of, that was Dancer's Prologue. And then I think two years ago was um, For the Soul. So For the Soul was another showcase, but what we did for For the Soul was, it was a showcase and it was a dance battle, oh, right? Dumb. Yeah. So I've done battles before. I've done a showcase before. Like why not put everything together and see what happens. And like for the soul was a nonprofit thing. And every dollar that I raised or like that we profited was donated to a charity for, uh, they basically donate shoes to kids that need them. Wow. Right. So it's like, I love shoes, you know, um and like that's what a dancer needs like that's their equipment mm-hmm. like that's their gun you know it's like everything. shoes so i really wanted to be able to like showcase like that of like for the soul hence for the soul right it's like a double entendre like that's for like your insides but it's also like for shoes so that's awesome. uh yeah so that was really cool like that one was so much fun to put on and you know just being again being able to give back to the community at like such a like such a high scale, like a larger scale than what the community is used to. You know, like we have, we have those events, like we have battles and we have showcases and recitals and everything, but it's like, if I'm going to do something, I want to be able to do it big. And I want it, I want it to leave, like, I want it to make an impact. Right. I don't want it to just be like an impression. And that's a quote that like I've really like stood by, you know, make an impact not an impression because an impression is something that people are going to forget mm-hmm. you know um but when you leave an impact on something it's like well remember for the soul or remember dancer's yeah. prologue remember all these other events like we need more of those you know yes like, we I'm do not, like, i'm not saying that i'm the only one that's going to do these because there are events in idaho and you know like i know that this community is something that's going to grow but at what scale right and it's right. just able to give those tools and those resources so like for anyone listening like if you ever want to throw like an event for your city or like if you want to just do what you need to do uh let me know and i'm here to help like i am a resource you know that's dope man that's dope and i like all the best you know workshops or whatever it may be be that i was a part of it's always because they they put so much effort energy it wasn't like they were trying to sell tickets. They wanted to like, they wanted you to remember something. Yeah. That's kind of why I love college uh, showcases mm-hmm. is these, these dancers are, they want, they want to show like, not only is it going to be portfolio and stuff like that, but they want to be like, Hey, I can dance and I'm going to show you guys this whole semester's piece that I've worked on. You know, yeah. it hits, it hits hard. But, um, being a part of that, the, the starving artist chronicles and, and doing all that. Are you still doing that stuff today? Um, kind of like low key in a way, you know, like for me, I'm a very, uh, like spur of the moment person. 
So like for the soul, like honestly, it was just me sitting in my bed, cleaning out my closet and I found shoes and I hit a buddy up and I was like, yo, I want to put a show on. Let's go. (laughs) Dude, that's a dancer, bro. Like like, you just, yeah. There's, there's things like I've done battles, like annual battles, but you know, with everything going on right now, it's like, are people going to feel comfortable coming to an event right now? You know, like, but I think starving artist chronicles is always going to be something that I feel like I'm going to remember. And I hope that my community has remembered. And I think it's going to be things that things are going to keep happening. And, you know, like, even though I don't have it scheduled out because they're, you know, like I am getting older and I have to start like looking towards like my future as well, but also Mm -hmm. taking care of like the future of like the up and coming dancers. Mm -hmm. Um, Like I'm always going to want to do events and like, I love doing it. Right. But at the end of the day, your boys got to eat too. Exactly, <laughs> dude. That's the struggle, you know. Yeah. Is you can't be an artist. Like, you can be an artist, but it's like when you do things like that. When you put all your things online, you pay to rent a place out. All those types of things, just in hopes that somebody will watch it, come to it, pay a ticket to it, buy a shirt, whatever it may be. Like that stuff matters, and that's like what you said. It literally is starving artists. There's just so many. You know, it's a struggle. It's a grind too. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it is stressful, right? Like it is one of those things because it is an event. There's so many things that could go into that. Like the, I don't see coming, right? Like um, flights might get canceled. So people can't come. Uh, The show might get canceled. There might be a Boise state football game. People are going to rather go to a Boise state football game than watch people dance. You know, like, let's be real. Um, But like, there's definitely still like a great community here. And I think, you know, like, because I like to do things on like a higher scale, it's like, I got to go all in, you know, yep, we got to go all in and I can only go all in so many times before it starts to like drain like me. Mm-hmm. Um, granted, like the day of the show. And like, when I start seeing people come in, like all that hard work and all that effort that I put into it, like that's that moment. Right. Like I think at both shows, like I cried be- from like just, the support and just like seeing it, but you're always going to have those doubts, you know, especially when you're putting up like the money and like everything else. It's like, well, I got to sacrifice this for this, you know? No, dude, I, it's, it's so funny that I actually mentioned that. I feel like that was the crossing that I came to. And I'm not saying I deserve anything. Nobody deserves anything. You got to put work out there and maybe I just didn't have enough, but You know, when I rented out the Stevens Performing Arts Center here at ISU, which was not cheap, when I rented out uh, multiple studios, which was not cheap, when I paid thousands and thousands and thousands for professional videographers to come in and shoot my dance videos professionally, I think I shot like I think 12 professional ones, like professionally made. And you just do it again and again, right? Like you, it sucks because it got worse because now, like as time was going on, especially now, way especially now, is People want content and they want it quick, they want it fast, and they want it perfect, right? Yeah. So, you know, to spit out content, like you said, being in this part where you have to put all of your energy, right? I'm, I haven't put on a show, but making a video, you know, finding the dancers, choreographing, making sure it looks good, making sure everything looks good, make sure you got the videographer, make sure the color grading, make sure the area, make sure you got all the rights, things paid, like getting all that together and then you put it out, you know, and then you get 12 views, you know, I went to New yeah. York City flew out there, danced all over at the most, you know, the World Trade Center, the new World Trade Center, the Statue of Liberty, paid all this money to get all these places, shot a video, put it up on YouTube, and to this day it has 200 views. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so it's, it, you know, it gets to you so much that after so much time that you're just like, 
You know, like I, I loved it. I enjoyed every minute of it. But like you said, that stress, that amount of of uh, not pain, but the amount of effort that you put in. And of course, like you said, I'm, I'm happy for you that you got that feedback back. They said, you know, you had that support like you cried. It felt good. I don't think I ever really got that. I never got comments. I never got shares. You know, it was like that thing where I just wanted one person to be like, dude, this video is dope. Right. nobody right, you know right. like it's like you get that one thing it's like sub for sub you're like oh yeah that's what i'm worth like, <laughs> you know like yeah, random random comments like yeah but that struggle after so many things it's it's just crazy how relatable it is that you know it is me it was my personality to to finally jump something that i feel and of my first year in film like it was right i feel like it was mm -hmm. probably where i meant to be you know like I, I got income i got friends i got business all that stuff well so well but the, you know, ten years of dance, especially the last three years of college, professional film, and all that stuff, it was just like a steady, no, nothing big came out of it. You know sure. what I'm saying? So I just want to say, like, that's a very important note, not for dancers, but for so many starving artists, is that it gets so much after so much time, and I feel like that's a lot of a lot of the reason why people drop. It's just yeah. it's just so much. It, it like. 100% like for sure it can be stressful you know but even you know like you might not know that you could have inspired someone off of those videos you know like some people just don't like to talk that's some true people, you know like you don't know who you've inspired and you don't know like who you've touched and you know for like me like with these events and stuff it's like I can't I don't I'm not entitled to people coming to my show right, right like, exactly there's so many other dancers here that want to grind out different ways it's like I'm not going to, I can't force you. If your goals don't line up with my goals, like just because I'm putting on like a dope ass event, like you're not obligated to come. You know what I mean? Right. Like I love the support, but like, I'm not going to expect it. You know, like right. I, I understand that we, at the end of the day, like a lot of us are adults and a lot of us got to do what we got to do. So that's, that's also something that you have to take into consideration, right? Like I'm a very, uh, I don't really tell people like I'm proud of them or like anything like that. Like, but like for me, I keep it like internal, like I watch and I see like, and I observe like everything that's going on. And, you know, like I've, I've watched your videos and, you know, and like, I might not have told you like it's dope, but like I respect it. And like, I think it's dope, you know, like oh, yeah. I'm just not a very vocal person. Um, but yeah, like the, the grind of an artist is, is crazy because it can go in so many different directions. It's like, you know, like you want to go one way, but like fate pulls you this way, you know? Right. So yeah, it's crazy. Like I would yeah. love to do more events and like do more starting artist things. But I think right now it's like, obviously with what's going on right now. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows what's going to yeah. happen? Right? No, I won. I 100% respect it, dude. It's just like, it's, uh, I don't know. I just, I, I love every word that you said that, you know, people are watching from afar. Yeah. You know, I know we're, it's just in the in, in, generally you just don't want to, you know, respect yourself or love yourself based on views, likes, comments, things like that. Right. In general. But to just do it for because you love it, like you said, you put on these events and you do it because you love it. You're giving back to the community. You're showing like who you are. You're putting it on. So like if people want to come, they can come. Right. Trying to stay away from that entitledness like type of thing and just enjoy the thing. And it's it's cool, too, because like you said, the journey where you um you you don't know where you're gonna end up and stuff like that where faith and it's like now that I may be shooting videos, I know how to be on camera more. I know like hey, hey, like you're looking down, 
come on confidence like i can direct so much better because i know how it is to be on camera yeah. i've been in their shoes so it it does cross help but um it's really interesting to just hear this whole conversation about you know just the starving artist and what you got to do and you know one more thing about this before i jump away from it your uh, starving artist chronicles that i was really curious of um when you put on all these shows did you have like other people that were dancing? Like, did they do their own pieces? Did you choreograph do choreography with them, or like how they come together inside of it? Yeah, so it was one of those things where it's like I opened up submissions for the shows um, because, again, right? Like, this is for the community. This is for the community to show what they work on. You know, like this is something for them to grow. They wouldn't grow if I give them, hey, you have to do my choreography at my show, like this is for you to showcase. So uh, with every show, like I gave them f complete uh, creative freedom with that. And, you know, like, even though we did have to vet, like who's going to perform and who's not going to perform. Um, it was one of those things. It's like, once we, once we picked the performers, like we a hundred percent trusted them to put on a great show. Wow. You know, that's dope, dude. That's yeah. actually really cool. That's really cool. Um, so yeah, the Starving Artist Chronicles, uh, Starving Artist Chronicles. What else have you done? Like, what are what was maybe one of your one of your biggest highlights that you have had in your dance career thus far? Like, have I mean, you? There's so there's a couple things, right? So sorry to cut you off. You're good, you're good. <laughs> so one of the things, like as a dance teacher, you know, like I really wanted to be on a convention. And for those of you that don't know what a convention is, it's you know it's Basically, it's a hotel that gets rented out, a ballroom, like tons of teachers come, tons of studios come. And, you know, like it's just like it's like a workshop, but like on a grander scale. Um, right. So like that's one real big goal that I set for myself um, that I was able to achieve, you know, and it was one of those things where it's like I'm going to shoot in the dark and I'm going to email out my resume, my highlight reel to all these conventions. And I know how to draft up like a pretty professional email. From and that they, marketing, yo. Uh, yeah. And if they hit me back, they hit me back, right? Like, it was just one of those oh. things where it's like, I set that mindset and I set that goal of like, I am teaching at a convention, you know? And like, I was able to teach for this convention for three years. You know, like they flew me out to probably like 12 plus cities on the East Coast to go teach wow. for like, those three years. So it's like, I've been to Pittsburgh. I've been to Detroit. Um, I taught in Buffalo, you know, so like that to me was something I really like appreciated is just because I set that goal for myself and, you know, coming, coming from Idaho, you know, like the hip hop dance scene here isn't huge. And I wanted to overcome that. I was like, I don't have to move to LA to be booked for a convention. I don't right. have to move to New York to be booked for a convention. I'm going to get booked for a convention here. Right. right. For me, Mikey Castro. So, um, yeah, that's something that like I hold true, like truly deep close to me. Yeah. Um, for dance wise, right. Like being able to do that. And I, like I said, like I was able to hang out with comfort, you know, from, so you think like my very first time ever doing that, it was like, I was like looking around and I was just like, wow, I'm teaching alongside like Alex Wong from, so you think you can dance. Like there's all of these big names. Like when you look at the staff list, like fiction was on there, like, and a kid from Idaho is also on this staff list. Nah, you know, like, that's awesome. Like things are things are like 
things are achievable as long as you actually like go for it and like you put that into the universe that this is what I want to do and this is how I'm going to approach it and this is how I'm going to get there right so I think anything is possible and it's right now like just with me getting older you know dance I wouldn't say it's taking like a back seat but it's just it's doing its own thing right now right like Mm. I my goals in life have changed right like I want to do other things right now where I need to make sacrifices, but dance is always going to be there for me. And dance is going to be one of those things where it's like, if I get asked to go teach again, like, I'm not going to say no. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. um, But there's also like, I know that there's up and coming people here in Idaho that are probably way doper than me, you know, like, and I want to be that resource for them to like, Hey, like, how did you get, how did you get this job or, what did you do in this situation? Like, I've been through that and like, let me help you, right? Like reach out to me and let me know like what I can do to help you to get there. Right. So. They're just like, yo, teach me dance. You're like, say less, say yeah. less. I got you. Like, you know, <laughs> that's dope, dude. And yeah. that idea, that idea too, when you said that you would stay here in Boise, did you, when you graduated college, did you still were like, I'm staying here in Boise. I'm not going out. Cause that's like a huge move. Cause yeah. that, that, that's a common thing in dancers minds is like you have to go to new york you have to go to la if you want to make it big has to be one of these two places yeah what was your Um, thinking process my process was i'm staying here uh this is home and you know like as a dance teacher like if i'm dope enough and if people like support me then i don't have to be in la it's gonna be yeah like i've lost out on a couple jobs because like flights and everything is expensive to get out of idaho but it's like like I had a studio fly me out to Virginia to go set a competition piece on them. That's you know, dope. From Idaho. Like I'm not in LA. I'm not in New York. I'm not a big name. Like I'm still given these opportunities and like, I'm such a stubborn person. And it's like, I really wanted to do it for my community and to show the younger generation that you can do it from here. You know, like you right. don't have to necessarily move. Like it could be a smart move, but you can accomplish it wherever you are. Right. Yep. So. I agree. Dude, especially now, like with internet and video, I, I had the same thing. It was like, might as well stay here and go to college rather than just move to LA with zero context. Right. At least I knew a yeah. studio here. I knew people like you that were doing workshops that I can join that I, you know, have seen around. It was just a lot more better. But uh, yeah, like that, that stigma, that idea to like up and move and just go to a new city is just so crazy. But it's awesome to see that it, it worked. What was, what was the studio that you taught at, or uh, do you still work there by chance? The one uh, that you were teaching at, did your workshops at workshops and all that stuff. So I teach at Elevated Dance Project here in Idaho. Elevated, yeah. yeah. Elevated is home, and it's been home for like nine years. So like they they, I was so lucky enough for them to be able to give me a job at eighteen. You know, like, and that has just been home. Like they've been like my resources for you know, like if I need anything professionally in the dance world, like elevated has just always been my home. Um, To touch back on what you were saying though, like of like not moving, what I did do was I traveled a lot, right? There you go. Yeah. I traveled to Utah and I traveled to LA and you know, like you still have to move around and make those connections. Like I didn't just stay here in Idaho, right? Like I wanted to go explore and I wanted to bring back everything that I learned back home. Right. Right. This is home base for me, but I know like you have to network and you have the only way to grow is to get out of that comfort zone. So you still have to go out there. I just never moved. 
You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, you stayed based. Yeah, you stayed based here, which was which is yeah. awesome. Like respect because that's a lot. Of, I you know I just go to school now, and a lot of people when they graduate, it's like oh. Boise sucks. Like, yeah. Pokey sucks. It's got to be LA. It's got to be New York. It's got to be like, it, you know, I've had producers, dancers, just so many people that are like, I'm going right there. And I'm like, why? Do you know anybody? No. Do you have any job opportunities? No. Uh, do, are you going to dance anywhere? Well, I've, I'll see when I'm out there. I'm like, but you have so much of that here. You have friends, you have context. You already know a studio. Like, take advantage of that. And it yeah. seems like you did. Like, you're like, yeah, I'm going to travel, but like, I can build my base here. Why start all over? Like, I feel mm-hmm. like it's kind of pointless. You know, but um, yeah, it's just it's just insane when you think about it. But there was a professional video that you made um, that we can start talking about a little bit. But I think I think it's your most viewed one. I didn't double check, but that barbershop one. Am I correct? Is that the most viewed one? Yeah, dude. Uh, that I'm one pull it is fire. Quick. Let me pull it up, dude. That one is fire, bro. That one was just for funsies too. I didn't even think. It's got a. That's the ones that blow up, bro. You're like, <laughs> I work a year on this, and then it's like, and then you're like, I'm just gonna do this in a day, and they're like, hey. Yeah, it's got That's a. The one. This is probably the most viral like dance video that I've done. It's got like 300k views on it. thousand. <laughs> Holy shit, bro. So like, that's kind of cool. <laughs> that's kind of cool, bro. That's wild. Like, that's tight. Like that's cool. Um, that's so dope. Yeah, like. I think, you know, like it was just when you do like sometimes too, like content creation, you have to be able to like land it like perfect, right? Mm-hmm. Um, perfect release time. Like obviously I, I put it out when 24K was like one of the, like the hot thing on the radio, you know, like when Bruno Mars is coming out, like coming back, you know, like, so yeah, I think, I think I don't want to say I got lucky because I know that we put a lot of work into it, but like it's also a fun dance and like people are going to be able to relate to it. So, right. Heck yeah, dude, that's fire. But, uh, is how many professional dance videos did you do? I've done like, and I, what I'm saying, like perfect. Cause I, I say that term and I guess maybe it just might be myself, but I think, you know, you do freestyles, you do your cell phone videos all the time. Right. But like yeah. professional is like when you have like a camera there or, you know, things like that. Done quite a few. Like, um, usually I remember I'll do... I just, I just remember the one too that you did the uh, that one that was also super dope. Uh, I want to say it was a stage, but it had a bunch of the candles everywhere. That was was it to Destiny's Child? Yes, yes, that yeah. one was fire. <laughs> yeah, that so like fire. all uh, so obviously like as a dance teacher, like you have to choreograph all the time. You know, like those are like my studio pieces, but then there's like pieces that, um, like for personal projects. Right. So like whenever I hear a song or like something that I just want to get down to, um, like that's when I'm like, okay, like this is that story. Like this is what I want to paint. Right. So like with Cater to You by Destiny's Child, like obviously it's like you want to take this girl out on a date and like you want to be mm-hmm. like, like treat her special and stuff like that. So I was like, all right, I want to run with that. Like I always want to do a video like that. And, you know, like, um, again, I'm like uh, on the whim kind of person. So like if I want to do it, like I'm just going to go do it right like right so that's dope dude that's dope um with uh like how much money even for the barber video like did you have a videographer did you try to find someone on campus that you're like hey yo i'm a dancer you want to shoot something like like Uh, how much money did you put in these the barbershop one was a homie from utah so we actually shot that in utah and it was one of those things where it's like uh yeah so like one of the dancers like knew a videographer and 
he, he knew a barbershop. So like, we just, we just made it all happen. Like, um, usually I actually, it's nice because there's so many people here that like love doing video and like, um, we all support each other. So it's like one of those things where I haven't really necessarily, like I've paid people to shoot my videos, but it's nice like getting that support to be like, I want to make this vision come to life. So like, let's make it come to life. Right. Right. That's super fire, dude. Like, I was just curious because they can be expensive, (laughs) especially like you said, you know, like just the location, you know, if you had to rent it, the videographer getting it edited, posted, if you're going to boost it, et cetera. Like, yeah, a hundred percent. Like, but definitely like a lot of revenue will go into like making a video, like a lot of capital. So like a lot. Yeah. So like what determines like when you finish an idea or you're doing choreography or something, what determines for you? What's that moment that you think, hey, this is perfect for my phone. I'm going to pull it out or what you're like, this needs a professional video. Like, you know, you're doing a piece, you're maybe working on a piece. Do you like work, make a piece for professional video or like sometimes what do you think? I think like there's like two aspects to it. It's like if I'm going through some stuff and like I want to dance, like I really want to express myself like those are the pieces where I'm like, okay, I want to shoot like this concept video, you know, like this is where I want to tell a story. Um, Sometimes like I'll just choreograph something. I'll be like, yo, this is kind of dope. Like let's shoot it. Right. right? Uh, Yeah. It kind of just depends. Like a lot of the videos that like, like my ooey gooey stuff or like my sad stuff, like I was going through something during that time and it was my way to um, express express that emotion. So that's fire dude. So like, Cause we, like we were talking about this content nowadays and I, I hate it cause I always make this joke again, not trying to sound entitled, but it was like when I was making video games and doing all that stuff for years and I loved it right when I stopped Twitch blew up. Right. Yeah. And I was like, dance, dance, dance. I wish I could do short form content, but no people want long professional, perfect content. TikTok comes out. Shit. Right. <laughs> like, you're like, what? <laughs> you know? But what is it? Like, first question, do you have a TikTok? I do. I do. So Do you grind on it, bro? I don't like grind on it hard, but I do have one. Like I've I'll just post like some of my old videos on there. Um just see like what's up. But I do know like being in like that marketing realm of like, you know, content creation, like if this is like the next wave. So obviously you're going to get more followers if you can have a TikTok mm-hmm. video blow up or, you know, like I've always been someone that just like loves doing crazy things too. So like TikTok is like one of those things, like when it first started coming out, like a lot of my friends were like, yo, you should be on TikTok. You should be on TikTok. You should be on TikTok. And I was like, man, mm-hmm. that's another like social media account that I have to worry about. Like, you know hey, right. I mean? facts. Like, <laughs> I didn't want to have to like put that energy into it when I was putting energy into other things, but now so like with me being home a lot more right now it's like i'll just pop on tiktok if i come up with an idea i come up with an idea but sometimes it's just like videos that i've already recorded and i'll just put it up just to put it up for funsies right so that's dope though dude it's just like it'd be not it's just cool that you have these platforms that like we didn't you know at least back in the day that's just like oh you that's what kind of sucks is you kind of like you know, you, you have a style, you have something you want to do, but you don't have the platform to do it on. Right. Like right. cell phone videos on Facebook, Facebook doesn't like that. They just, it gets, you know, like they are like, Hey, like sometimes it'll go through, sometimes it doesn't, whatever. But when you're trying to do something professionally on a cell phone level, they're like, you know, it's just like podcasts. Like, you know, it's hard for someone to listen to like a bad quality podcast or something like that. But yeah, 100%. I was just 
I was just curious to that. So like how many, have you seen any development through your TikTok? Have you like, what's your most like seen TikTok video? Uh, let me pull it up. So there's one that I shot, like it was just a freestyle to uh, get you by Daniel Caesar. And that one is actually like blowing up for some reason. This one has like 19,000 views on it. That's fire, dude. Um, so yeah, it's like just one of those things. Like I didn't even expect it. You know what I mean? So it just happens. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it just, just happened. Like, like I just posted it just to post it. And I'm like, yo, people are watching this. This is tight. So dude, that attitude. I love that. Just, just enjoy it. You know, and those yeah. are the videos that always blow up, right? Like when you actually just genuinely enjoy it, you know, it's like, this is fire. Yeah. <laughs> it comes through. That's dope though. So like, you know, you said that you, uh, so you're still dancing, right? You're still a teacher at that elevated. Yep. That's dope. So what do you do? If you don't mind, do you have a main job or do you have something that you do do on the yeah. side or. So dance is just like one of those things that like, that just really fills my soul. You know, um, I don't necessarily like use it as like a paycheck right now. It's like my right. fun money. If I get paid, I get paid. Cool. But like I work at Apple right now, just doing sales and oh, stuff. Dude, let's go. Uh, yeah. So just work there. Um, just slinging it, you know, slinging some Apple products, but it's, it's a cool job. Like I'm still, they work really well with like my schedule for dance. So it's just like one of those things where right now I'm just kind of, it works together. Yeah. Yeah. I like how, I like how you said that too. You're like, I, you know, it's one thing to have a paycheck, get paid. And there's another thing that fills your soul. Right. It's like, I love shooting videos, doing all that stuff. It pays the bills, right. It's good income. But the podcast is, where I get to learn and actually grow as a human being and right. talk to amazing people, you know? So, uh, that's really interesting though. So do you think though that you're like, uh, do you still feel like you have some projects you're worth like shooting for? You still have some ideas you're going to maybe make or something like that? Like, probably like I'm probably going to come out with like some content videos or professional videos or like probably going to do an event, you know, like I just kind of like, Whatever I'm feeling, I'm going to do it. So right. like, I don't have anything like set in stone right now, but I do know that there are going to be things that I'm going to want to do, you know? Heck so, yeah, dude. The not... show, if you do a show, bro, you got to invite me like that. I, I'm sure. just sad I missed it in the first place, but the energy, just seeing the comments like, bro, the show was, cause he posted a picture of like you out in the theater or something and all the comments are like, this show was so amazing. Da, 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 yeah. da. I'm like, dude, that's dope. Where was I? Damn it. You yeah. Know? Yeah, dude, that's fire though. That's really cool. Um, I got a couple more before you, I before yeah. I let you go, but no uh, just a couple of thoughts and things like that. But, um, you know, one of the biggest things I, I kind of really wanted to touch on, um, being a dancer in Boise, do you like, like, I, I know you kind of touched on it already, but like, even just at your studio, is there like hip hop teachers there? Are you the only one or? There's uh there's three of us now. There's three of you guys. Yeah, so there's a girl that teaches and then another one of my homies teaches at the at EDP. Before it used to just be me, but you know, in that nine years like we've grown and we've expanded. So you and, have grown. Yeah. That's dope. So it's, it, that's what I was gonna say is like how it does the hip hop community feel like in Boise? Do you feel like it's grown since you've started there years oh, 100%. ago? Oh hundred percent. I think it's growing, you know, it's slowly but surely. Um like Again, we all have like our own goals and like our own like aspirations of what we want to do. You know, like there's right. a battle coming up and I'm probably going to go to it. Like for sure, like I got to support the community, but there's just, I think we all want to go do like our own things, you know, right now. It's right. not like, it's not like we're like collectively, like every hip hop dancer in Idaho or Boise, this is what we want to work on. 
you know, it's right. like, I want to work on this. I want to work on this. They want to do this. And then, you know, like, and for sure, like it's, it's a lot bigger than what it was when I first started dancing. And that's awesome to see. And, you know, like, like I said, I'm an observer and I love just kind of kicking back and just, just seeing what happens, you know, and like being that resource for people if they need to come to me or if they do have questions about like how to approach things and like, I'm here, you know? Right. So is there any events like this hip hop community up in Boise? Like there's a, is there any event that comes to mind that you're like, if you come here, like this is the event you should hit up. Like one of the biggest battles, maybe one of the biggest showcases. I mean, you know? like I would say like the starving artist chronicles like events, honestly, you like know, fire. Um, not to like toot my own horn, but it's just like, I know what I put into that production and, you know, like, just getting the feedback that I've gotten, like so many people love it. And, you know, there aren't like those uh, like huge, huge type of events, um, like starving artist chronicles, like every tagline has been biggest dance showcase, you know, like biggest da 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 in Boise, Idaho, you know, and like, cause if you're going to go for it, you got to go for it, you know, like right, if, you, for if you're going to put on a show, like you got to put on a show. Um, and that's yeah. just kind of how, like I've always looked at it. So, I mean, I wish they were like an annual thing, you know, like we don't, All right. there's like, there's like battles here that are annual, you know, like there's one called East versus West. So it's like, um, Eastern Idaho versus Western Idaho. And it's like, who's, oh, who's the top dog of Idaho. Um, that's like a consistently annual dance event. So it's like, for sure. Like I tell people about that battle. Um, but yeah, I think, I think like all, all of our events here, like are always worth going to. Right. Yeah. Dope. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. Chronicles sounds like <laughs> something that's like right up me and a lot of people I know. Like, I mean, I love going to showcases, but it's like you get two out of 50 hip hop, yeah. you know, so you're there for six minutes and then the next two hours or like, I mean, it's stuff, you know, but stuff like I'm interested Like, you want to see some hip hop, you want to see some, you know, but it's yeah. just like I, I was hoping that you'd. You, I mean, you might just have to make this thing annual, bro. Like, you might I just have to you. make it, like, for real. That way you get, you can have that first event that's like, hey, this is what we got. We have a lot of hip-hop here. Like, come see us, like, yeah, you know. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's fire, dude. That's fire. Um, Bro, it's good to catch up with you. I think we answered everything I have. Do you have anything else you want to add? Tell the dreamers to dream or anything like that. No, I think, <laughs> I, think I just just told my story, you know, just kind of just keep it genuine and, you know, like thing, things are achievable. It's just how bad are you willing to go for it? Right. So. Facts. Facts, dude. Mikey, thank you so much for coming on. Thanks for letting us take a sneak peek at your dance of life yeah, and all that kind sure. of fun stuff, brother. Thank you so much. Thank you all for watching. Peace out. How you feel, brother? Feel good, man. That was fun. That was cool. Good job. Dude, yes, bro. Got some solid, solid topics. Yeah, hopefully I gave you some good information or you know, something that people that listen to your podcast are gonna like. Dude, so awesome, dude. Like literally hit every point. Like I said, like I mean, shit dance for ten years and it's like I just kinda wanted to find the right person I can like kinda ask these questions to and you hit sure. everything that I've ever like just thought of, like just like shit, dude, did anybody see those videos? Well maybe they did, but yeah, you know, like it's just like it's a lot of good information. I think that's a lot of people that are out there grinding. They have to stop looking to LA's where I'm gonna blow up rather than, you know, like what can I do here? And that's what that's the kind of shit that you accomplish and that's the kind of shit that people need to know, you know. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, hell yeah, man. Well good.
been grinding. Um, so this is going to come out this Wednesday. Um, Dope. And then uh, on Instagram, I'll, I'll send it to you over a DM. But it'll be oh. a live countdown that you can share to your story. Okay. And then people can hit it and they can save it, save the date and stuff like that. So that way when it drops, like they get notified type of thing. So. Cool. Yeah, let me know. Anything I can do to help. Hell yeah, brother. Well, thank you so much for your time, brother. Thank yeah, you so much for appreciate it. That was like, what is that, like almost a little over an hour? Yep, perfect. Right on the dot.